Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, age just 28, my next guest was given a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Although she'd been living with the symptoms for some time, the diagnosis still came as a shock and immediately she started to fear the worst. Whilst it took her some time to wrap her head around it, uh, she's now a proud ambassador for World MS Day, which is going to be held this year on May 30th. And the theme is so important. It's about building community connection, self-connection and connections to quality care. And it's about challenging social barriers and stigma that can leave people affected by MS feeling lonely and isolated. Joining me now to tell us more about her experiences of life with MS is Sharon Henvey and she's from Longwood. How are you doing, Sharon? Hi, Sinead. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Apologies for saying trim, by the way. It's Longwood. Get it right. (laughs) (laughs) They all be at me. Oh, yeah. Listen, it's very important. It's very important to get it right. Uh, But take me back to your diagnosis, um, Sharon. You know, it must have been so, so difficult to hear the words you have multiple sclerosis. This is a condition that will, you know, impact you for the rest of your life. That's it. It was absolutely devastating. Um, I was, 28 and this is over 10 years ago now and I thought I was just starting out in life I just bought my first home I was um I I bought about an hour drive away from my family so you know I was I was worried what I was going to do without my family and would I be able to have children in the future what was I going to do for work would I be able to continue to drive and to get in and out of Dublin um and then out to Dublin to my job. So, yeah, it was absolutely devastating. You you think your whole life is over. Um, you don't know where to turn. There's no manual when you get diagnosed with a long-term condition like MS. And I didn't know anybody personally. I knew of somebody who knew somebody, you know, that mm. kind of way. But I didn't have anybody in my personal circle um, that had MS. So I didn't know anything about it. And my immediate thought was, am I going to end up in a wheelchair? And that was just devastating for me. Yeah, because this is what your mind obviously goes to the worst possible scenario. But, you know, prior to the diagnosis, you were experiencing a lot of symptoms. How were you feeling? Like what symptoms were kind of um, showing up in you? Yeah, so for about two years prior to that, um, I was experiencing uh, pins and needles. So um, kind of that buzzing sensation in your skin in different parts, mostly in my arm. And my left arm um, and then part of my face went numb as well and my arm and then all down the left side of my body went numb. And then, in you know, these, these, these symptoms would come and go, but um, I would be experiencing crippling fatigue, absolutely mm. crippling fatigue. I'd be absolutely exhausted. And I would question why I was 
in my mid to late 20s and yet I was absolutely exhausted. I couldn't do the same things that other people were doing. I couldn't, you know, go out and, and be grand to jump up the next day. And why was I feeling so tired? Then there was the emotional side. So when you're physically so drained, um, your emotions, your your emotional side is drained as well. And I was just crying all the time. Like I could cry at the drop of a hat, no problem. Um, I didn't even know why I was crying half the time, just pure exhaustion. Um, so I lived with that for about two years and I was back and forth to the doctor. I'd be 12 injections and different things like that. But nobody investigated really any further um, until about two years later and um, I was sent into Bowen Hospital and I had an MRI scan and lumbar puncture and that's when I received my diagnosis then, yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of testing, isn't there, involved in this to get it absolutely right? Like the lumbar puncture, that's not a nice thing to go through either. No, there's not, there isn't one clear test that you can say, mm. that, you know, that tells you definitively that you have MS. Um, so they use a combination of tests. So they'll go on your symptoms and the symptoms in their, uh, you know, in, in their own right are quite subtle enough. Like numbness is very hard to describe. If you have pain, it's easier to describe, uh, you know, on a, on a scale of one to ten, my pain is eight. But when you say, well, how numb is numb? You know, it's very difficult. You know, it's it's kind of like that sensation when you've been to the dentist. Yeah, the whole side of your face is numb. Um, that that's how I experienced that in my face. Um, but yeah, there's no one test, so it's kind of a combination. And um, what they do is they do a lumbar puncture to check for um, the presence of a of a, a protein in your in your spinal fluid, and that that presence in your spinal fluid will tell you that your your body is stripping away this myelin covering on your spinal cord and your nervous system and that will get that will you know most likely indicate MS and that would be in combination then with an MRI scan which would present lesions on your brain as well so there's no one definitive test I suppose there's no one definitive diagnosis it's a combination of things and because as I say the symptoms are so subtle you know it can take a few years to diagnose and a few Mm. different trips to different hospitals and doctors and things like that but um, as I say after two years I, I got there and even though I knew I hadn't been well and it was good to have a name on it and relief to know I wasn't going crazy. I wasn't lazy because I was, you know, 28 and I was not yeah. so tired. Um, that I, you know, that I had a name for this and that was good. But at the same time, it was such a shock. You still think, oh, that doesn't happen to me. That, you know, I'll be okay. I'll get over this. You know, take a few vitamins and I'll start yeah. to have a bit more energy and things like that. So it was a huge shock. Yeah. And I just, I suppose the way that I coped with it, I was in so much emotional pain um, that I just blocked it out and I just felt numb. I just, my brain just kind of shut down and I just felt numb because that was the only way I could prevent myself myself from feeling as much pain as I, I was in. So yeah, it was it was an awful shock. Yeah, and like you're, you're touching on a few different things there that I want to bring up because there's a lot of misconceptions around multiple sclerosis. Like you thought as well that immediately you're going to be in a wheelchair. You thought as well, oh, I won't be able to have children. I, I actually thought that before uh, somebody close to me was diagnosed with it, that it was something that affects older people. There's a lot of misconceptions around this, isn't there? There there are. And I think part of the reason is that, um, you know, People are walking around and they look perfectly fine. So mm. a lot of the symptoms, and there's very many, and there's various symptoms associated with MS, and um, but a lot of them are invisible. So people tend to suffer in silence or behind closed doors. 
Um, and when they flare up or you're having a really, really bad fatigue day, you just can't get out of bed or you can't go to work. You can't pop to the shops. So people don't see you. And the next day, if you bounce back and you have a little bit more energy and you can pop up to the shops or the post office uh, and somebody sees you, they just think you're, you're fine. You know, yeah. you look perfectly well. Um, I suppose traditionally, maybe I'm not a, a doctor now, so I, I'm, I'm just talking anecdotally, but mm. Um, traditionally, maybe it was thought to be uh, an older person's disease, I suppose, because, um, you know, people were, were longer living with the disease yeah, before, before being diagnosed. diagnosed. Mm. But nowadays, we have really good diagnostic techniques. And I suppose more people are becoming diagnosed at a younger age, so which is, which is good. And it means you can get intervention with medications, you know, at a, at a quicker stage, which will stop the progression of the, of the disease at a quicker pace and, you know, retain mobility and things like that before they progress too badly over yeah, time. Yeah, like, and you were talking there about, you know, an awful lot of it being invisible. And I think until, was it a year or two ago where um, actress Salma Blair spoke out about her experiences? And this was very important for the likes of um, yourself with MS because she has huge difficulty with speech. It can affect yeah. your speech profoundly. Like, I mean, I don't I don't think yeah. anybody really realised that till she actually shared her story about it. And, you know, she, she continues to write about it now and, and to, to, to talk about how difficult it is. Like some days, like you've said there as well, that th- th- there's days in bed, there's days where you can't get out and then you could be grand the next day. So there's this kind of stigma. I, is it important for high profile people like the likes of Selma Blair to speak out about their experience? Absolutely it is. It's it, every little light that can be shone on MS and I suppose the challenges and the difficulties that people who suffer with MS go through every day is just fantastic. I mean, it's terrible that anybody has it, mm. but it is wonderful that um, there is somebody out there that I suppose has notoriety and celebrity that you can look up to and say, well, you know, they're doing okay or, you know, they're they're having a bad day or a bad week or a bad month, um, but then they're able to bounce back. And just people, unfortunately, just take notice when it's a celebrity. Yeah. The rest of our, us, the Joe Soaps, you know, people don't pay that much attention to and you just kind of blend in. But, you know, if somebody of celebrity status comes out and, say, and says things um, about the illness, then people will take note. Um, and then didn't she look fabulous? Yes. Know, awards, and she had her walking stick. Yes, she did. That. Yeah, so she really kind of, you know, and we do that as MS sufferers. We, you know, we put our best foot forward when we can do it. We really embrace life. We live it to the full. We get out there. We we go to work. Um, you know, despite the pain, despite the pins and needles, despite the bladder issues, vision issues, all these different things that MS sufferers, um, you know, have to deal with on a daily basis. We get out there and we're still part of society and we have to take a little break now and then. But then we, you know, we bounce back. And we get out there and we live life and we take part in the community and lots of different things. So, you know, it's good to even have somebody to look up to to say, well, you know, there is life after an MS diagnosis. Oh, absolutely. And talking about getting out there in the community, this year, World MS Day is coming up May 30th. It's a Saturday this year. And the theme is so important right now for everybody, but particularly those living with MS. It's about building connection. Tell me about this. Yeah, so this year, obviously, fundraising is a bit different um, in the current times. And I suppose, you know, everybody, every charity is suffering and they're all looking for some fundraising and to get behind their initiatives. But this year is World MS Day. So I suppose the main reason for World MS Day is to just give acknowledgement and recognition and spread awareness for the um, 
for the condition around the world. And then in Ireland, um, you'll find, I suppose in different countries, you'll find different fundraising initiatives going on. And in Ireland this year, MS Ireland are running a virtual balloon race that starts on the 30th of May, which is MS Ireland, or sorry, uh, World MS Day. And so basically just a fiver for a balloon, they're going to simulate um, a balloon race. Um, So obviously we're going to be environmentally friendly and (laughs) this is all going, you know, we won't be releasing real balloons. But you can um, you can design your own balloon. You can go online and register on their website. It's www.ms-society.ie. Register your balloon, design uh, whatever you want. You can upload a photo on it. So upload it for a picture, maybe um, as a tribute to somebody you know who has MS, or even for our you know frontline heroes who are out there. Um, people with MS will have been so familiar with um, healthcare workers since their diagnosis and before and the support that they, that they give us. So, you know, we're fully aware of that. So maybe launch a balloon for them or have a bit of crack, you know, a bit of competition with your family or your friends or your colleagues in work. I'll throw a fiver into the pot. Go online, register and decorate your balloon and the balloons will go off and um, we'll see who the winner is. What they're going to do is simulate um you know, um, weather conditions. Okay, and <laughs> storms all and all stuff. stuff. So it's, <laughs> it's simulation. So we're all getting used to simulation um, and remote um, technological advancements now in this in this last couple of months. So um, that's what they're doing. So yeah, I just urge everybody, if they could, to get behind us. They're really hoping for 9,000 balloons to be released um, just to represent the 9,000 people in Ireland suffering with MS. So if anyone can get behind it, I'd really appreciate it. Oh, and it's such a good cause. And one of the 9,000 has just been in touch with me. I was diagnosed at 43 years old when I had MS diagnosis. It was kind of a relief to confirm I wasn't just lazy and imagining the pain. Now on lifelong meds and learning to live with the disease, says Margaret. So there are, I know there's an awful lot of people in the area as well that have it. So it's good to hear the likes of yourself talking about it. What would you like one thing for us to take on board with regards to this, um, Sharon? Um, with regard to MS, I suppose just have a little bit of understanding. I mean, if you see somebody with um, parts in a disabled spot and they look absolutely fine getting out of the car, you know, don't judge. Um, if you need to see somebody who needs to sit down on a seat, they look like they're struggling, maybe offer the seat. Just a little bit of kindness overall, um, I think, is, is the, you know, if that's the takeaway from this, um, then that would make huge improvements in, in, in the life of somebody who's living with MS. And so just, yeah, just be a bit kinder, Mm. more understanding, um, especially for young people. You know, if you have to sit down, um, it does appear that you're lazy. You know, she's well able to stand on the bus. Yes. um, But maybe she's not, you know. So just just a bit bit more kindness and a bit more understanding. Um, Check out the the Facebook page and um, the uh, the website as well if you want any more information on MS. Um, As I say, there's lots of symptoms. um, And no... No two people with MS have exactly the same symptoms. And even for myself, I would have, you know, different experiences on different days. So fatigue could be something that's really bad for me today. And then I, I, I feel OK tomorrow mm. and the next day I might have pain. So, you know, it's just it's just you just have to manage it as, as you go along. Absolutely. Well, listen, Sharon, wishing you all the very, very best. And thank you so much for taking the time out to chat to me today. 
Thanks, Sinead. Not at all. World MS Day. It's happening the 30th of this month. As uh, Sharon mentioned there, there is a really cool virtual balloon race happening. All of the details, ms-society, that dash is important, dot ie. And there is an information line as well, 1850 2233 Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.